Hey, hey, this is Hamilton. You're listening to WSOS 103.9 in historic St. Augustine, Florida. Would you look at that? It's supper time. I'm not sure what was cooked up at your house tonight, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say the food at South Kitchen and Spirits is better. They have a location just north of us in Riverside. The other one is real close to you. It's in Nocatee. Go tell Gray at the bar that you want a rocks pour of Woodward Reserve. Sip it. Then order those char-grilled bone-in short ribs. That's right. Char-grilled bone-in short ribs. Listen to me. They messy, but they good. Let's crank it up. Broadcast from St. Augustine, Florida, all the way to your back porch, welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. All right, then. We are back. Bourbon Chronicles, Volume 21. We're old enough to drink. Old enough to imbibe. The intro is so great. I can't, I'm trying to hold my breath and not laugh, not laugh, but I don't know where you came up with that. Kelly, how are you today, I'm man? I'm great, man. Great. You look great. I'm laughing now. Thank you. Alan? I'm good. Good. <laughs> good. Kathy, how are you? I couldn't be better. Oh, wow. That's great. Man. All right, we're excited to be here. We've got some big news mm. uh, that we're going to t- talk to you about uh, in the final segment. So, hey, that's what and they, they call that in the business a hook. A hook? A, hook. a, tease. a, a tease. A tease. Mm. Uh, I'm interested. I wish I knew what it was. It's very exciting. Uh, it's something we've been working on for, hey, what, a year and a half. Uh, and, and we're going to announce it today. Um, the, the bourbon that we're going to be talking about today is Baker's. Ah, see? That's oh, how you yeah. do that. Uh, Baker's uh, bourbon, which um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Twitter, uh, WSOS radio app, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. And now let's talk about the Bourbon Chronicles Challenge. Ooh, we're bringing that back, huh? We're going to bring it back. Hey, who would have ever thought that what we're going to say is the Bourbon Chronicles Challenge would even be a thing to start uh, this fall? Because I wouldn't have thought. <sighs> Alan, you got What me. all did we do before? We did the, I know we did the pizza challenge thing. Who could yeah, deliver but, pizza first? But And then no one ever mowed my yard. It, no. Did I not? I mowed his yard. Yeah, you didn't mow mine. You were supposed to mow mine, right? Did I? I still do. I don't care. I'm a, I don't live there anymore. Is there a statute of limitations on what I'm supposed to pay up? Because <laughs> it's probably you know I me. Mean? It'll take now. a while. <laughs> so I want to, So here's the deal. Um, Kentucky football. Football. Listen, yeah, not basketball. Football. We're a basketball state. We we breathe. We eat, breathe, live basketball. That's that's what you do when you grow up in Kentucky. I can't explain it. It's you've heard me talk about it before. It's just it's just in our blood. But for years growing up, our football team. It's never been good. I mean, we've always been the butt of every joke when it comes to football. And especially when you play in a conference like the SEC, mm-hmm. um, you just don't ever expect Kentucky football to be good. And if they are good, you expect that it's going, you expect it to end soon and tragically, right? <laughs> so this is what happened this past weekend. Um, sorry, my, let me turn my phone down. It, ESPN. ESPN breaking news. Still updated. Um, Kentucky lost. So, <laughs> oh, wait. No. no so didn't. this is what happened. I, we were over at Mark's house. Uh, all of us were over there. We were watching the Florida-Georgia game. A Georgia-Florida game. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, man. And um, I, I, I corrected myself quickly. Um, 
So we were over there. Uh, it was a close game right until at halftime, and then Georgia came back and, and pretty much did what everybody expected them to do. Right, Alan? Their fourth quarter team, Hamilton. Their fourth quarter team, which is going to be – I'm going to have to remember that. Mm-hmm. So – Kentucky was playing Missouri on the other TV. So I was kind of in the, in the, everybody else was on the porch watching the game. I was on the other end uh, of the house watching the Kentucky game. And it was, Kentucky was down by 11. Um, and fi- finally, I, I, my son Parker was there and I'm like, Parker, buddy, let's just go home. Right. You know, let's, let's, let's go home. Left the, for the, the exits. The Georgia Florida game ended. So we got in our car, we drove, and I am probably, I would say 30 seconds away from my house and Kelly starts texting me. Well, no, first you called me, right? Yeah, I, I called, I texted because and I didn't see, yeah. I didn't see the call, but then I picked up my phone and the, the text was, I think you put OMG the game. Yeah. Your game. Yeah. Your like, game. Get- so I'm like, I looked at Parker. I'm like, something's going on, buddy. So I pull in the house. I run inside. I turn the TV on. Now this is what happened. They were down by 11. Um, and, Kentucky within they were down by 11 with five minutes left mm-hmm. Kentucky ran the uh ran a punt back uh and and scored and then they missed the two-point conversion and then they did a three and out Missouri three and out and Kentucky so now got they're the down by back. five so now they're down by five down so they five, still have right? to have a touchdown to win thank you Alan and so this is what this is what no happened <laughs> I could not do that in my head I was trying <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happened so I go in I turn the TV on and um, there was a pass interference penalty in the end zone, and the game cannot end on a defensive penalty, correct? correct? So Kentucky had one more play from the five, one more play, zero on the clock. Mm-hmm. Well, I turn it on, and I see this happening, and then I get an ESPN uh, report that says Kentucky lost. So I looked at my son. I'm like, bud, ah, you know what? I, the, it's behind. Because you cable, know, I, cable cable's is behind, yeah. cable's lagging. So I'm like, let's just watch it anyway. And lo and behold, did, if they did not score seven points, well, I guess well, six, six, yeah, they didn't even to win the game. Yeah. And, and, and so ESPN just kind of uh, they jumped the gun. They, they thought they Kentucky, was being, Kentucky was being Kentucky was going to be that, Kentucky. Like, how does that uh, text go out? Yeah, I know who or there, whatever. The there's alert. somebody that's responsible for that, right? Yeah, it's I the same guy that did the alert for. Whatever the Dan bomb Patrick, alert, the bomb alert, Dan Patrick in Hawaii, does all that. whatever it was. Oh yeah, right. right. So, um, so I mean, I'm jumping around the house. I'm high fiving Parker. I mean, it's a great. So anyway, the build up is this: Kentucky has a chance to win the SEC East, which is absolutely insane. Yep. But standing in their way is is this big fella, Georgia? Is Georgia? <laughs> hey guys, this is not a football show, right? I know, but, but people need to is. understand that. The the three guys in this room on Saturday pretty much live football college during yeah. during college football season. Saturdays are are it's almost Sacred a religious time. day. Yes, Dad gum right. And so we're going to talk about that because it's a little part of our lives. So I want to say this real quick, and then I, and then we'll talk about the challenge. So there is a a, a com, column column. How do you say that columnist? columnist. Cowblum. There are certain there are certain words that I just can't pronounce. Anyway, you're doing. There's great. a columnist. Uh, his Use name is words. Mark Bradley, uh, and he writes for the Atlanta Journal Constitution. But he followed Kentucky football in the late '70s and early '80s, mm-hmm. so he knows what the program's about. Uh, and he was talking about there was a there was a year uh, in the in the 1980 season that Kentucky lost four games in the final minute, 
and that's who Kentucky. That's what Kentucky football. That's yeah. what happens. Uh, but anyway, he writes this article. But I, I want to read this part. Um, he goes. He he talks about how the players were laying face down in the shower when they lost during that eighty season. And uh, and he goes, that was Kentucky football, and maybe it still is, but lots of things that just don't happen to the Wildcats keep happening. They beat Florida for the first time since 1986. Mm-hmm. They beat Mississippi State by three touchdowns and South Carolina by two touchdowns. They trailed Missouri 14-3 to with six minutes left and won on a punt return and a touchdown pass after 0-0 thrown by a quarterback who had been benched in the third quarter. They're seven and one, same as Georgia. They're five and one in the SEC, same as Georgia. Do I believe Kentucky is as good as Georgia? No, but did I expect these or any Wildcats to be playing for the SEC East title? Not in this lifetime. Yet here we are. There you go. So not in this lifetime. At three thirty on Saturday, my Wildcats are playing Allen's Georgia, Georgia Bulldogs. Bulldogs. So we got a challenge. What's the challenge? Well, uh, it's it's not really a challenge as much as a bet, right? It's a bet between Either Hamilton way. and I. Whoever, loses. unless you have something I haven't heard about. Uh, so I think that um, I think you have to wear uh, Hamilton if Georgia wins uh, this weekend at our mud run. You're going to wear Ooh. a dress. Are you going to wear oh, no, a, no, a woman's t-shirt? No, the mud run will be before. Yeah, the game is in the the game's in the afternoon. Let's go. That's true. I wasn't thinking chronologically. Let's go ahead and have you wear a dress anyway. Okay. Well, I was going. <laughs> hold on. I, I we, was need going to, we need to time this better. We sh- we should have thought this through because yeah, because we have that announcement. Part coming. of the bet mm. has to do with the big giant announcement. Yeah, that's true. Okay, but it is wearing gear. A okay, ladies, we'll, we'll yeah, say a that. T-shirt, shirt. No, I, are we going to do Georgia shirt and Kentucky shirt? Yeah. Because, yeah. And, but my thing is, is the size that we're given, we have to wear. Uh, Yep. Do you really want to go there with me, <laughs> Hamilton? Mm. I th- I, hey, go okay. all in. Wait, but so, this is kind of difficult for so me. So can we just say uh, whatever have- T-shirt then? Whatever T-shirt you're given, you have to wear. Yes, I like that better. You'll you'll agree to that. I'll agree to that. Whatever. Right. But this whatever is really not fair. Okay, Kentucky okay, is a, listening is, right now. You heard Hamilton. But do they have to cover the spread because Kentucky's no. a twelve no, point it's underdog? Just a win loss. Are they twelve? Oh, well, I'm, it, I'm sorry. It was, it was eleven, and it got it got. It got, um, you read this article just now, yeah. beating your, beefing yourself up, making, you, making yourself all pumped up. I did not. And now I you scared. want me to give you points. Yes, give me points I'm because not that's you points. not. Uh, you got Alan nervous. I know you got, I did. You get zero points. All right. So uh, let's you get a see. Half and I have a you shirt a design. Half point. Do we usually talk about the burp? Yeah, well, let's talk about the burp. Hey, give us the, what do we call it? The facts. The facts. The Give us facts. the facts. The facts. Adam, All right. So tonight facts, we're uh, we're tasting Baker's bourbon, and uh, it originates in oh Claremont, Kentucky, and uh, it was originated or it originated in Claremont in 1992. Uh, the original distiller, the guy that uh, invented it, I guess you would say, is Booker No. He is uh, a distiller with Jim Beam. Booker No. What? And there's a little a little more story about him in a little bit, but. Uh, so That's it's 107 hook. proof. Is it? Yep, 53.5% alcohol by volume. Ooh. It's aged seven years. And last week we talked about these age statements and how a lot of a lot of bourbons are getting away from age statements. You're going to see NAS or no age statement on the bottle sometimes. Uh, this one actually says seven years right on the front of the bottom, bottle. Uh, the price point's about uh, $46. I found this at uh, Drew's. Uh, I saw it online for 54 so... Um, price. Thank you, Drew. So what was funny is liquor.com and beamsuntory.com say it's aged seven years, say it's aged carefully, 
No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got that backwards. Liquor.com and Beamsuntory.com say it's aged seven years, but if you go to Bakersbourbon.com, it says carefully aged. What does that mean? In other words, they're not going to tell you how old it is. So I'm wondering. It says it on the label, so if it's not seven years. Well, what if they printed a bunch of labels and they're just trying to use up the labels? Now, there was one guy article that I read that they said that because Basil Hayden went to to that, because Basil Hayden did have the year. Mm-hmm. That we learned last week. That's right. That and that's part of the same now it's family. Artfully aged. It's artfully aged. That's mm. part of the same family, and that eventually they're going to drop. This one's carefully aged, haphazardly aged. So they're not going to have seven on there before long, right? <laughs> so, uh, I, 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 that's a guess. I have no idea. Rambunctiously aged so, for two and a half years. Anyway, um, we'll uh, we'll let you know what we think about it in a little bit. All right, we're going to roll into a song. That we're not going to talk about because <laughs> it'll, how about that awkward? Can't, uh, it'll be in our Spotify playlist. No, it'll, it'll be, be on our, our Spotify playlist. We can't put them on the podcast, but you can go to Spotify, search Bourbon Chronicles, and you'll see all the songs Actually, we play live on the show. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have to go to our Twitter account and look oh. for the link to uh, Spotify. I read the other day that uh, Spotify searching is is pretty spotty. It's weak. Yeah. Hey, Spotify, that? get it yeah, together. It's, it's pretty and we'll get our uh, internet uh, knowledge together as well. All right, so hang around after the song. <laughs> we're going to talk about the top five songs that made our life what it is from the 80s. Oh, man. Stick around. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to the Bourbon Chronicles on WSOS 103.9, St. Augustine 95.7 in Ponte Vedra and Nocatee. Hey, this is the Bourbon Chronicles, and if you have a product or business that you want to feature on our show, give us an email, bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Alan, I love you on Twitter, man. It's fun. You're fun. <laughs> Alan, I love you, Peter. Somehow you'll find us on SoundCloud. We're not quite sure of that yet, but we're working on that. WSOS radio app, iTunes, we're our podcast. We blowing up. No, it's, it's we it's fat not, and, it's, and we good. And it's not uh, Spotify. SoundCloud is Spotify that's difficult. Oh, to, I'm sorry, SoundCloud is great. Spotify is where it's, where it's just d- the search part is is the difficult one. That uh, song that you'll we'll add to our uh, our, our Spotify, Spotify list was Nathaniel Rateliff on the Night Sweat's new album, and we had a cool story about him this summer, Ham, where they announced uh, at our our friends over at Blue Jay Listening Room, which is a room of about. Um, I don't know, what'd you say, 50 people max in Probably, this room? Probably, yeah. It's called Blue Jay Listening Room down in Jack's Beach, and they uh, they do, they they specialize in, like, uh, small venue uh, music, and they did a great job. Kevin Maines, our, our, our soundtrack to the show, Kevin Maines and the Volts played there. And out of the blue, they announced that Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, which is a big band, was going to play there. And it's like, what? Yeah, I think it was like a radio station was doing some What had happened, of- he was doing an interview in between... Uh, two different radio stations when he was here in St. Augustine last year and said, I love doing small venue live stuff. And the guy at the radio station said, hey, I know a friend of mine that owns Blue Jay Listening Room. Would you mind coming and do a quick show? And he said yes. And, you know, nobody thought much of it. And he held to his word. He drove between – he was playing Atlanta. He, he was playing between Atlanta and Charlotte. Okay. And he drove down to Jacksonville after he finished Atlanta's show and played for an hour and a half there. 
um, did like eight or nine songs with mm-hmm. his group and then just took off and drove up to Charlotte in a bunch of um, SUVs. You and I, Hamilton, tried to sneak in and go. Sneak we in. Could, we couldn't get in because we didn't fence. have tickets or whatever. So we just kind of hung out downstairs. You could hear everything at the little Mexican restaurant downstairs. Yeah. And, and then afterwards, we're leaving and the out comes Nathaniel Rateliff. And I'm like, look at this little guy walking. Look, there he is. A he, cute little guy. He's a little bit shorter than you are, which is so <laughs> cute. Um, so there, we went up to him. We shook his hand. Shook his hand. Talked to him. Nicest guy ever. I mean, just like, hey, man, thanks for supporting us, da da da, and they jumped in the van. Did he autograph anything for you? No, we didn't. We weren't ready. Like we just, you know, I, but I, I didn't want hand. to. But he had. Do remember the girls before mm-hmm. us? I mean, he was like taking pictures with them, oh, yeah. and, they, and we walk up, and, and then he's there's like, me yeah, and him. Whatever. Oh, we're girls too. <laughs> Can we take a picture? <laughs> take, a, take a selfie. Yeah. No, but you, you did. You said. Man, we saw you last year. Last year in St. Augustine. Oh, I'm such a fanboy. That's bad news. But uh, he he immediately oh, jumped in awesome. the truck and ran as it was rolling away. <laughs> and we chased him. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And I I, was, I may have uh, said this on previous shows. I, if you ever get a chance to see that group live, oh yeah, uh, go great. spend whatever it takes. They are so much fun live. It's one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Ever. All right, so let's let's do the uh, '80s. Yeah. So talking about music. You every week we're gonna do a top five. Our one of our favorite. We can never get Alan to decide a favorite of anything. So what we decided was, and and thanks to our good buddy John Moore at uh, Mojo's Barbecue, he loves the fact that we do top fives. So we're gonna do a top five every week. This week's top five for everyone to get involved in is Hamilton. We are gonna say the top eighties songs that. Wait, let me get this right. The I'm, soundtrack of your life. Because I will butcher this word. Capsulizes. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Capsulize. Capsulizes sure. the eight. Like, what song caps, it, it encapsulates the 80s. the 80s? So that's our top Incre- five. And, then, and we're not going to agree on it because our lives were all different. But no, I don't know what's on your list. But I'm, I'm interested to see. Yeah, we don't know who picked what. Yeah. I am interested to see if we have overlap. There's got to be one song somewhere. You think so? I think. There might not be. So Maybe this, not. this task proved to me why I do not do favorites. <laughs> did you stress out? I did. It took, me, it took me a long time. I've got a lot of songs listed here. I, I mean, a it. lot. Yeah. I, I wrote yeah. 10 songs yeah. down out of the, the – so I started out with a list of probably 50 yeah, you put it and in the funnel. I narrowed it down and narrowed it down, and I've got about ten songs listed here. And really, they're not necessarily my favorite songs. They just I have a memory of them, a distinct memory. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that uh, um, you want some bourbon? No, no. Right, go ahead. Well, oh, I, what, can, can I stop <laughs> sorry. you for a second? Sorry. Yeah. Dead air, dead air. Hey, <laughs> I just wanted to say how how the bourbon tasted. That's all. Did I? I know I interrupted you. You're you giving me that look. Don't give me that look. I, I, I just, was trying to get Hamilton's. I'm giving you a look like I'm confused. Well, like, I know, but I feel like to? that. Never mind. Go ahead. Because usually we, when we come out of the song, we talk about. Go ahead, Hamilton. How, it's your show. It's, my, it's your show, Hamilton. Maybe Go ahead. Do you're whatever not you the boss do. of me. <laughs> okay. So um, anyway, so, uh, so you, you had to a talk hard about the bourbon? Yeah, I just wanted to know what you thought about it. It's not that bad. So, so actually, truth be told, we started drinking this a little before the show just to try to uh, figure it out, right? Mm. And it's uh, at 107 proof. It's it's kind of hot. Yeah, my ears are but, warm uh, inside my earmuffs. I put a little bit of water in it, just a couple drops of water in it, and uh, let it, uh, I don't know, proofed it down, I guess you could say. Mellow. And uh, it's starting to grow on me. How do you feel about it, Kelly? I'm not a big fan be honest with you uh 
this doesn't bring it doesn't bring much to the table other than burn. It puts hair on your chest. Baker, I don't need no. any of that. I don't need any more. All right. No, it just is a burn. It's got a burn, but not a lot of flavor to me, if that makes any sense. Maybe because I did like 50% water. Are you going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not even know, brown but... anymore, Kelly. It, it, hey, are know, you going to talk to... about your 80 songs? or, or, or Who's not? going first? Alan's oh, going first. Alan. We decided. We'll go age, <laughs> age before beauty. All right. So the 80s, for me. Did you rank were... order them? Hmm? Did you rank, rank order, order no, them? No. Just, uh, this is no. just five randoms. Just five songs. Okay. Just, yeah, actually, it's a lot more than that. So I'm just, excited. Anyway, the 80s for me were, uh, I, I was really into 80s heavy metal. Not hair metal Ooh. so much. Not rat <laughs> yeah. and poison and stuff like that. But That's more Twisted mainstream, Sister. right? But uh, go ahead and play that Iron Maiden song I was talking oh. about. So I was a big Iron Maiden fan. So this is The Trooper. This is Youth. one of the songs that just, I, I love Iron Maiden. So uh, I wrote down five quick songs, Back in Black, ACDC, of course, okay. Crazy Train, my Ozzy, of course. Okay. Uh, Screaming for Vengeance by Judas Priest. I don't oh my know if goodness. you guys know that. Man, you, you were angry. Angry. No, no, childhood. these are not angry songs. These are good songs. So, oh, and then I wrote a couple, a couple down uh, by Iron Maiden, uh, this one in Run to the Hills. This is The Trooper. Now, I, I said that quickly because I wanted to say this. There are also songs that you. Um, that take you back, that ha- you have a memory. Yeah, you got to chew on them. And, yeah. and so this song will take you back to 19, what, 86 or 87 spring break. And uh <laughs> was not in spring break. <laughs> 1987 spring break? Uh, in Panama City Beach. It had to be 86, 85, 86, 87. Those were. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, that was eight. Yeah, I was in eighth grade when this yeah, came out. I was in uh, seventh. So I wrote some songs down that really just that will literally Ow. put me back that, in yeah, place. If you feel like you're there. I like, know I did the same instance, thing when I did this. Have you you guys remember Broken Wings by Mister Mister? Oh yeah. When I hear that song, I remember driving to school in the morning. I don't know how that going to high school. Sing it. Do a couple of lines. Um, I can't sing that and listen to this. I'm oh, not that man. talented. Sorry. Um, and then Our House by Madness. I remember watching. Are you just gonna do the whole catalog of I the eighties? Like no, 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 80s song. no. And then uh, so, so <laughs> there's a few of those. Um, Our house and Electric Avenue are MTV songs for me. Electric so, uh, Avenue. I had a buddy whose house he had a big den, and his parents never went down there. So we would always go down there and watch MTV after school. And Electric Avenue, you you don't. Remember? I'm gonna rock down, down to, to the Electric, Electric Avenue. Avenue. So and then we take it Eddie Green. Who sings that? Eddie Green. I would not. Um, that. So those mm. songs bring me back to the '80s, and then uh, "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard is another oh, one that I thought. So of. you just listed, but a there lot. were a top ton, thirty. Well, there were a top ton 30. of <laughs> honorable mentions, right? So you gotta yeah, got to go through. What are your top five out of all those? Oh no, that, I can't. No, oh, you now gotta, you can't do a top. Well, five. I did the top five. He did his that top was, five. That was back in black. Okay. He did his top five, and they were all extremely angry, fast, and and just guttural songs. Run to which makes my list look extremely wimpy, super wimpy. Can I redo mine real quick? Can we look up really testosterone-driven songs? And you know what? I want to say his list really quick. I want to say this real quickly. When I thought about this top five, well, I can't say that yet. I'll tell you when I do my my list. All right, you're because I was doing it more for what song really embodies the '80s 
that's kind of where I was going, but then it kind of took a life of its yeah, own. Yeah, didn't it kind of change what yeah, you were thinking while it you did. were yeah. writing stuff down? Yeah. I, I wrote down a couple of songs, and then and then memories kept popping in. So yeah. Like, where was I when? Mm-hmm. So I, I'll do mine in rank order. So I wrote down like 10 songs. I was like, all right, pick top the top five for me and where I was. So so number five for me is 1986, Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Oh. Because... Top Gun. That was when Top Gun came out, and every kid on a bicycle on my street was zooming around like we were in our own F-14 Tomcats. Yeah, you were fighting And we were, we were Goose and Maverick and whatnot. <laughs> so that was my number five. Number four, and I had a hard time with this. I wanted four to be a little bit higher, but I, I ranked it number four, and that's Waylon Jennings' 1980 Good Old Boys, the Dukes of Hazard soundtrack. So that the, would the have been, is that 1980? 1980. Yeah, I was five. So, so was I? Just a good old but that song holds true to the love it. Number three, okay, uh, took me back to um, sixth grade dance and uh, Karate Kid Part Two. Pierce the Terra, oh, Glory yes. of Love. If oh you my ever, God! If oh, we got to ever wanted to get no, into a seriously, fight man, this and is protect good. the honor of your girlfriend. Did you uh, did you have this this album or CD or no? Because I didn't. Album. Like, I didn't, okay, I didn't know right. if I had an allowance back then. But this was my first kiss. This was my first kiss at a school dance. Man, that's that's oh, strong. Well, yeah. This is strong. I want to listen to this. Let it go. We can't. We can't listen to it. Oh, we, we can't. We have to talk about it. Fast forward to the uh, to the chorus. Uh, just grab it in there. If you can't, it's okay. She's gonna have to find it. All right, we'll come. If you can find it, we'll come back to it. So, was he in it's Chicago okay. when he did this? Yeah, he was in Chicago. No, and then this he went. Is Peter Cetera. No, no, solo. this is Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera. But yeah. he was in Chicago. He was the lead singer of Chicago. Though, Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is well after that. I think he left Chicago to do and then this. Did this. And then he went back to oh, Chicago. Oh, here comes. Thank God. Okay, ready? Do, do, do. Fight for your honor. We need politicians. You know what? I'll be the that. hero. Yeah. Don't you just... Right? So this, that, was that was a great movie. School, that was, was my school dance. Movie. Remember how nervous you were at school dances? Or your first couple... Did you go to school dances when you were in like 6th, 7th? Yeah, and, and it would just slow dance, you know? Yeah, but you didn't... Like, fast dance was just the whole crowd. And yeah, then you, you put had, your like, hands on you, her shoulders. Oh, yeah. Save room for Jesus. Save room for Jesus. Right in the middle. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Let the Holy Ghost yeah. in between there. You had to. Uh, number two, 6th grade trip. Well, you know what? You could shut it down Number Peter Cetera. Yeah. Well, no. That was Number awesome. two... Uh, <laughs> Sixth grade trip to Washington D.C. and everyone all of a sudden had this uh, cassette tape burning through it, uh, and the song from that was it was uh, "License to Ill" by Beastie oh, yes. Boys. No sleep till Brooklyn. No sleep till. Yeah, man. Like it, all of a sudden, the whole bus. Nothing had been done like this before, and, no, and there were three white guys. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, and MCA's voice, like that scratchy, raspy rap voice, and the, you like, know, everyone's singing a song, and none of us have been a Brooklyn. This is another Nora Brooklyn break was. song for me. Oh, so I got a great story about that. So, 1986, right? Yeah. We were driving to um, Hilton Head, my fan, on, a, on our spring break vacation. Right. Massive snowstorm in Tennessee shut the interstate down. I had my Walkman, and uh-huh. I had just bought this yes. tape, and I listened to it over and over. So that's so Walkman. funny that you say spring break, because that's exactly where I, that's where this takes me back. We to. were on a charter bus, Greyhounds, going up from Jacksonville, Florida to Washington, D.C. for our, you know, the Washington, D.C. trip that everyone did, a lot of people did in, in elementary school. So uh, that was huge. And like, I, my parents did not, I could not have bought this cassette. Like, this was outlawed in my house, but like, everyone <laughs> had it. So I was like, has anybody got their copy of Lassie? Let's do them So uh, this and Gummy Bears. Uh, and my number one, it just for some reason. I, I, oh, wait, wait, wait. Real quickly. Yeah. Uh, they are releasing uh, the other two. Who, who? Which one died? 
of the three? Uh, was it Ad-Rock? I, no, I think it was MCA, right? I'm not sure. Uh, I'll but look, the, we'll, the other two we'll are, they're releasing a book, which should I think that comes out in What's the next called? month. What's it called? License to Ill? I honestly think it they might be. They don't name it License to Ill. They've wasted an awesome opportunity. Uh, they've right? wasted a career, right? Correct. Yeah, they shut it down. Okay, number one, Kelly. My number one is just because this is probably, I think, the first cassette I had. Uh, uh, Mike D passed away. Mike D. Oh, wait. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll research it. Kicking it live. Uh, um, I had Phil Collins' "No Jacket Required" um, cassette tape, and I just burned through it. And there's like eight songs on that whole cassette, but for some reason, "Take Me Home," 1984. Phil Collins. Yeah, I love that song. It's just something about that song, man. I listened to this so much when I was a kid. Well, I didn't. I hadn't remembered this until when I was driving here. Kelly's like, "Play this loud." And yeah. it's awesome. When you get to the chorus, man, there is nothing you can do but sing at the top of your lungs. Don't yeah, you it's think just that one of those free-falling of... songs. It's, it's yeah. like the one he should have been singing. Tom Cruise should have been singing in, uh, what was the name of the movie where he Top sings? Gun? No, no. Risky Business? No, when he's in the car, uh, the sports movie. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Uh, he, he did. Free-falling. Free-falling, free yeah. Do you think he should have been, he should have been doing this one? Same, same song. Same song. That's, you know, I think Phil Collins is underrated. You know, he's the... You, all right, so... By units, top selling artists all time. Where do you think he ranks? By units, not by number. By, does, not, the, the, does this include Genesis? When you say all unit, time. you mean like album records? Like, yeah, like album sold. Album, but it, it includes his the group Genesis, right? Or just uh, Phil Collins? Phil Collins. I, I didn't say Genesis. Do you know this already? Yes. I'm I would say. Three? Is it top five? <laughs> it's not top five. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you? That that, that was a lot. I would down. say eight. He's he's number forty nine. Of all time, unit sold. Oh, you, so built it, you built it up, though. I thought it was going to no, be that's higher. Pretty, I've, 49 of all the musicians all time, that's still unit pretty good. sold. That's still pretty I, good. I was shocked. Like, whoa. Did I they knight Phil him? Collins. Did the queen make him a knight? I think he's... Is he Sir Is he sir Phil Collins? Does Do he, we know? He should be. Does he hey, tour queen. anymore? Or... I haven't heard anything about him forever. We need to stop. I always had trouble with, with lead singer some, drummers. Uh, he had some health problems. He, he has a daughter that acts. Oh really? Lily. We know a lot of facts that we don't know the important stuff. We like we don't know who died from Beastie Boys, but we know yeah. Phil Collins has a daughter that acts. Yeah. So I don't. Do you have trouble watching a lead singer drummer? That all? No. No, I actually like it. No man, you do I like wanted it. to play the drums because me... of Phil Collins, and I never did. Like I just he he was great to me. Oh here so... it is. Oh, it's coming. Sorry, it's coming. It's, it's the build up. So, yeah. So I'm surprised nobody said Springsteen. Dude, oh, you, you, I, I you haven't you, gone you, yet. Oh yeah, Hamilton. This is a long segment, man. Who cares? We got to think about this. <laughs> we can cut it out. He doesn't mind. It's gonna oh, be a long show, guys. Just be quiet and let's just enjoy this. Just right sing along. Because I don't, don't remember. remember. Turn up as loud as you can go. Let everybody in the car sing along. Just for this morning. Okay, I have no idea why that was a big song for me. Like I wasn't. I mean, I so was you 12. told me this, and you know what? One that I forgot that I completely love. We can, we can take it down. Um, against all odds. Oh, that's. I think that's no. That's not on that album. That's on the next one. That's on the next one he did, which also had. That uh, would be that. In that the night, was in. It's called uh, close to mine. So number five for me. We were close. You and I were close. Mm-hmm. Is um, behind the scenes of Ninjago. Oh, skip that ad. What in the world are Hold you on. doing over there? I was, I, It was on my YouTube, so... All right, we're good. Mm. So we were close. Is this Footloose? Yeah, oh. Kenny Loggins. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's a good one. So I I, I can literally feel where I was in the eighties when you know because I got feel this. It? What year was this? Eighty two. I think it was later than that. Yeah, mm. that Maybe not. That was a good soundtrack though. This is a good movie. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Was it six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah, seven. Uh, seven degrees. Yeah. He could probably do five now. All right. So one? then my next one is. Let me see if I can. I'm trying to to. Trying to do too much. I'm a professional. You I are. do my own music and talk. All right. So my and my you're next screwing one. Screwing it up. Eighty four for Footloose. By the way, nineteen eighty four. Is uh, you know you gotta have this on there. Oh my god! <laughs> that I, I know this sound. Uh, I don't know the song because there's like 600 songs that start this way. Oh, no. when you hear those nope. electric drums, I mean th- it just nope. I can it go takes right, you right, right back to, to the, the 80s with right? a lady vote right now. No, Get out of here with that, Madonna. You have no look. Didn't Lucky even break Star, the top fifty. Holiday, I can borderline, see young like a Hamilton, those dressed up in his bedroom uh-uh. with I his knew. headband yeah, on, with his white gloves, his little white, the white lace gloves, gloves dancing and dancing singing in the mirror. Teddy bears. Don't you all like this song? No. All right, I never was a Madonna fan. Kathy, crank this up. Can we move this Something on? In my eyes I've gone downhill. Oh, yeah, I'm taking his bourbon away. All right. So Give us bourbon back. The he next one it. he needs it. Uh, that I did have trouble with trying to decide okay. what who to do it. I did give it to the white glove. And how do how did no one pick Michael Jackson? Oh, I have him. Yeah, he's, I, he's on one. Of, he's the honorable mention for me. I told okay, you. So I had, I had trouble picking between Beat It and Billie Jean. I had Thriller. In and the, Thriller. You decided to beat it. I decided. Yeah. Yep. I, I went, Thank you. I went with, well, tomorrow is Halloween, too. So, Thriller is a big one. But I remember, so for me, if Thriller was more of a movie than it was a song. Like yeah, nothing had ever the, been done like that video before. Came out, it was an event. Remember? Like, I can remember where I, I remember was. Remember, Michael got Jackson looked so normal then. Remember, they were eating popcorn and hanging normal? out. He looks normal in Thriller. Hamilton. Normal he, is just the setting on the dryer. Buddy. There's no normal. Okay. Dropping, <laughs> dropping. Knowledge. There's some Ken Barnett knowledge where is there. So, All right. you know what makes Beat It, what made it win out over the other Michael Jackson songs no. is Eat It by Weird Al. Oh my gosh. That's why. Well, I would think about it though. I mean, that in that moment when I was a kid, I, when Weird Eat Al. It came out, everybody was beside themselves because yeah. there hadn't been a parody like there was with, with that. That guy has a Hollywood Walk of Fame star for parodying everyone else's Weird music. Al? Yeah. Wow. He's, he's really successful. Okay, uh, he here's a uh, number two for me, and no. Oh wait, I have another ad. Hold on. What are you so doing? Why do over you here, not man? have ads when you did it? Hey, I have some breaking she, news. She's a professional. While we're waiting on Hamilton's ad, I have some breaking news. Breaking news. Fifty cent corn dogs tomorrow, <gasps> Kelly. Sonic. Sonic. That's I'm buying lunch for the whole office crew. Thank you, Suzanne, for uh, texting me that. Yes. Crank, crank this up. You have made my night. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. I, I had can't believe no one had Prince. No, I did an honorable, honorable mention. But it was older than did. I, it was older than me. Like I couldn't. Prince was too sexy for my twelve-year-old self or twelve-year-old self. Oh, too sexy. Just couldn't hang in there. This song is like. How old were you in '89? Uh, Carry the one. Fourteen. So. Yeah. yeah, when when Purple Rain came out, I mean, I should not have been watching that as a kid, but I watched it so many times. This was my first concert that I saw when I was nine years old. 
So how was that? Do you remember that concert? Absolutely. Was it amazing? I remember it distinctly. Your first concert was, was Prince. My first concert was Garth Brooks. Was it really? The, yeah. Who is the second uh, most units sold artist of all time? Are you guys familiar with Tom T. Hall? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. My first oh, concert yeah. when wow. I was nine years old. Yeah. There you go, Tom T. Tom T. Hall. Hall. Nice. Oh, and this is, this is number, number one. one. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. to me, this is the 80s right here. The synthesizer. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's I, this song I could listen to. They just over did a movie uh, last year, like a virtual reality movie. I forget what play, Ready Player One. And this was like, they yes, remixed yes, this, yes, but yes. they made this the. Um, the theme song That's for the movie. Parker and I were and trying to figure were out going, what that was. Like young kids were going nuts. Like, this song is so awesome. Like, yeah, it came out when we were 12. It's <laughs> awesome. So, David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Roth. Oh, Roth. Roth, for sure. Man. Like, Hagar is great, great yeah, rocker. Hey, yeah. You can, so, if you, what's well, not fair to, to, to David, um, sorry, uh, Sammy Hagar, is that he was only compared to David Lee Roth, who you can't compare to. That guy was the consummate rock star, frontman. But Sammy Hagar yeah, was a he, good rock star. Like he, if he had been in like a, the lead of another band, he would have been great. So Roth was a gymnast through high school Journalist, and all gymnast? gymnast. So he could uh, do backflips and all that fun stuff on oh, stage man. and splits. And I all. think that David Lee so Roth great. could be one of the best front men ever, ever, ever. Right? Top five, I, I don't, top five, definitely for sure. top five. Yeah, right but I think Sammy Hagar's Gene voice Simmons. was better than David Lee Roth. No way! Yes, I do. better than David Lee Roth. Yes. Listen, do it again. No, I mean, come on! That raspy, that scream. I know he's a great front man. Nobody said Springsteen. I know that's crazy. I I mean, there's a lot that I didn't. Was uh, too old for me as well. I didn't get it. Nobody picked a Run DMC song. Oh, Mm. or Fat Boys. Remember the Fat Boys? Holland Lights. Oh my gosh! See, yeah, we got to do top ten next. Hey, but listen, where were you when? Because they, they didn't make the list. I tell you what, uh, shoot us an email with your top five. We'd love to hear it and get them on uh, our list as well. Uh, shoot us an email at bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. What's your top five 80s song that framed your uh, upbringing, your childhood? childhood. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to play another music, why. another song. Uh, this is a, a group that I love right now, The War on Drugs. This is called Holding On. And you can check them out on our Spotify playlist. We're going to play another music. So welcome back. You are listening to the Bourbon Chronicles right here on WSOS 103.9 FM in St. Augustine and 95.7 FM in Nocatee, Ponte Vedra. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. WSOS has a radio app, so if you want to listen live, you can download the app and click Listen Live and hear us then. You can find us on iTunes. And uh, we also have a Spotify playlist. Um, and email us, please, at bourbonchroniclesradio please. at gmail.com. Okay, you Kelly, what do you know? What do you want? No, I was just pointing that date out. That what date? What What the do you thir- want? The 13th of November. The 13th of November. 13th is of November. Special because. Remember, remember. Why would I be getting a call from Los Angeles right now? Oh, uh, we're primetime in L.A. right now. <laughs> yeah. We're at rush hour in, prim- in L.A. Maybe that's an election our, volunteer based be, on my recent experience. Yes, that Ooh, could man. be. Hey, yeah. so we got to talk about the bourbon, right? This is a bourbon show. We call ourselves the Bourbon Chronicles. Can we Suburban talk about Chronicles. the bourbon? 
Yeah, thanks, Let's Mike, for reminding us. <laughs> thanks, River Mike, for reminding us that we should talk about bourbon. Yeah, shout out to Chronicles. Mike. He's out there on the ocean right now. He's out there on the uh, the Gulf. I yeah, see. he sent an email. He delivers what was it, fifty thousand billion tons billion or gallons of fuel of diesel fuel out to tankers. That's a that's a lot. That's a job no one ever. That's like that micro dirty job. No, thing. I think he's the ship. I think he's the captain. Of the no, ship. but that's one of those jobs that no one ever. He's thinks the talk about the bourbon guys. He's the captain. Mm. Let's talk about fifty thousand gallons of bourbon delivered. So. uh Anyway, so you guys said you're Kelly. You said you're not a big fan. Uh, Hamilton, no, I, I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. No, I, I think it's growing on me. I, I'm gonna. Well, the more you drink, the more it's gonna this, grow on you. Work my way through this bottle, and uh, and I'll let you know afterwards. I find it so, harsh for one, of, but it's Kathy, 107 you proof. Think? You know, I uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm not the biggest bourbon drinker, but I, I was pleasantly surprised, and I'm kind of enjoying it. So, so I've told Kathy we're going to uh, uh, refine her palate, mm. right? And we, and we started with ba- and we started with bakers. Yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna scorch your palate. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna refine we're gonna your ruin, palate. Ruin your palate. Seven proof. So Baker Baker is the great nephew of Jim Beam. Well, so it was named Baker's after Baker No Mayfield. Bean. Baker No. Oh, Baker No. Baker oh. Bean. Oh, Baker Bean. Oh, it's Baker Bean. Booker No is the distiller who uh, created it. I'm Baker so confused Bean right now. Baker is the, the great-grand-nephew, grand-nephew great, grand great of Jim Beam. He grew up in the distillery working every job from grounds crew to distiller. Who did, Booker or Baker? Baker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Aren't we drinking Baker? Oh, man. The, you know what's funny? They, the bottles look almost identical, except but, the, the labels. Are, I mean, the labels are different. So um, talk about nepotism, though. Yeah, a little bit. Keep it in the family. Jim Beam had all these grandkids and grandnephews, and 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 they're all they're all were still working there, right? Yeah. The ones that are alive. Can't we get a job there? I know. All right. So you have Jim Beam, you have Knob Creek, you have Booker Baker and Basil Candlestick, Candlestick Maker. maker. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else just did that. Too. Um, so Basil Hayden is so Jim Beam's the low end. Knob Creek is next, I guess, and then Booker or no, then Baker Booker and then Basil Hayden. I would assume. I, I think I Booker's know. is their highest end. I Alan, what do you, oh, really? Elite, what, did yeah. you, what do you think? You said it's growing on you, but yeah, what it's is growing your, on me. I'm, uh, if, if you I had, had to score it, it out of a ten, I would give it a seven. I think uh, most for, people that listen to this show that do buy bourbon probably said they had this in their hand a number of times and then put it back and bought something else. I know I did. I think that's smart. And, and I think, I, I'm being snobbish here, but I'm not a big fan of the label. It just looks cheap to me. I, I mean, does that matter? I know it, well, you, you got to open it up and taste it, but they there's a there's a value in a design or a label. And I, just I feel, feel like, like you this guys looks are, like it was like on a discount shelf somewhere. I feel like you guys are more critical of bourbons than I am. I am. And I don't know if that's because I have an unrefined palate and I just Ride like everything. Cowboy. Or is it autumnal? Because is it a me? You guys are snobs. Yeah, I, t- I said which a, one? Admittedly, a bit snobby. But but uh, for 107 proof, bop, bop, bop. Uh, I would I would go. Um, Rowan's Creek, I think, is a higher higher. Rowan's proof. Rowan's Creek. Rowan's it's not, Creek. It's Rowan. And who's the one that we like? That's like sixty bucks. That's uh, oh uh, yeah, uh, really one hundred and four proof. Don't uh, ask me things like that that I, I don't know, already know the, the answer to. Noah's Mill. Ha- Noah's, Noah's Mill. Noah's Mill is a high proof, but super smooth and has good flavor. To me, this has a good burn. If you want something with a good burn, get this. Forty six bucks, one hundred and seven proof. Great. I just don't find a lot of flavor to it. I just it kind of bores me. 
I'm excited. I tried it though. I'm okay. excited. Yeah, no, that's what this is for. Taste test, so you can. Yeah. We've added it to the repertoire, and I like the backstory of. That's the to me the the best part about doing this, besides getting to hang with you guys for an hour, oh. is uh, and Kathy is the the is learning the story behind the bourbons, because uh, it makes you sound like you know what you're talking about when you're out with clients, or and that's the goal here. Sound like we know what we're talking about. Because sound we don't. like, sound, sound like. like. So, so here's big speaking news. of hanging out together. Hanging out together. So when we decided to bring the show back, one of the things that we wanted to do is to do something different than the studio. But we needed the studio to kind of get our our feet back under us because we hadn't done it for a year and a half. So the big news is that we are going to broadcast each show live from South Kitchen and Spirits in Nocatee. Nice. So we're going to do a remote. Kathy's going to be here in the station. She's going to help us out. Um, but we're going to be right in front of everybody. So you want to come out, hang out with us, have a, heckle have a us, yeah. do anything that you want. But we're, we're excited. I'm nervous because I don't know what to expect. But um, that's, our, that's our big announcement, and we think it's going to be pretty cool. We're trying to get in. Uh, WSOS is trying to, to make leadway in that market uh, in the Ponte Vedra, Nocatee area. So uh, we, we're going to help Kevin out doing that. And He's helping us out, giving us a platform to talk about bourbon. Yeah, so if you're in the Nocatee area next or two Tuesdays from now, uh, come see us. That's right. Drop so, by uh, South Kitchen Spirits and say hello. We are not. Our, there's two South Kitchen Hamilton and Spirits. will be selling autographs. <laughs> Let's be clear. There's two South Kitchen and Spirits locations. Yeah, it's correct? not in the Riverside. There's one in Riverside and there's one in Nocatee. We'll be at the one in Nocatee. So if you would like to go have a nice, quiet dinner, don't go to the one on Nocatee. Yeah. Uh, next Tuesday at 7 p.m. So that was or part no, of sorry, our... Tuesday the 13th, right? Well, we're not going to be that noisy, right? Tuesday, Tuesday the 13th, 13th. Right. Next week, first show. we're what? going... Should we run... You just floated the idea of running a repeat show next week and not being in the studio. Should we do that? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let's have something for people to listen to and shoot like on. Maybe the Mother's Day show. I love that Mother's Day show. When we called your mama? I don't. Did was that the Mother's Day one? I think so. We well, we'll do the one where you call my mom. With Teddy Bears? Yeah, how much you love teddy bears? Which was your favorite eighty song to sing to your teddy bears, Hamilton? Um, I am I'm the man who will fight for you. Yes, oh exactly. <laughs> hey, do you guys have your uh, Halloween candy already? Your trick or treat candy? I don't. I'm gonna be walking around with Parker, so I'm not gonna be home. I guess I'm gonna put it outside. I don't know. What do you do? You turn the light off, man. I, one of the well, great- your girls don't trick or treat anymore. You don't. You're out. No. Remember when? Wait, remember wait, when Reed got hit on. by the by yeah, the golf cart? Reed got ran over. He didn't get hit. He got ran over. I saw that boy get spit out. Was from that what four the years back ago? End of a golf cart. <laughs> I can't. And he jumped up. I mean, it felt like we hit a speed bump. And I look back, and Reed, and Reed comes flying out from behind the golf full on run over. Both wheels. full on boop, run over. I, boop, we, boop. I have no idea how Bounced he up. was completely because he's he unbroke, he's unbreakable. What, took off that, running. What's that new uh, movie? That superhero movie with Bruce Bruce Willis? Ty the new one that's forever ago. No, no, he's not got a new version. So they oh, they're doing a new another Bruce Willis unbroke, unbreakable, and Mr. Glass, and then they did oh uh, Samuel Jackson, right? Yeah, but the one in between this was Split. So the guy had the multiple personalities. I never saw, but I do want to see. It was it. pretty good. Uh, it was pretty they good. brought all three of them together for one M Night Shyamalan movie. And it's called Mr. Glass and uh, Unbreakable Bruce Willis, really? Mr. Glass, and the guy from Split. And somehow they're all together. And I like how M. Night Shyamalan tells stories. It reminds but me. But you know what? I did. I thought, myself. what was it? Signs? I love that movie. Signs. Signs. And then, but what was the one? I see dead people. 
that is um what is what's the name of that one? Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Six Sense. Uh, so that was his first, and that put him on the map. And then he was did. That his first? Yep, that was his first movie. Great storyteller. The Village. The Village, which is eh. I liked it. Girl in the Water. But like Signs was really good. Signs is fantastic. I love that movie. Yeah, I really do. I do. Hey, so talking about the bet or talking about the restaurant. So that's what's interesting about. Oh yeah, the bet. good job. Yes. Bring so it. hey, close the loop right we now. We are. The bet is. Whoever loses, <laughs> so if Kentucky, if Kentucky loses, you have to wear a Georgia shirt, and <laughs> and it, whatever shirt I bring, you're going to wear for the entire for show? the first show at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yes. at least for the first. Uh, this well, that, it, does it have to be a Georgia shirt? Yes, Kelly, with your yeah, hand raised. Yeah, it's got to be a Georgia shirt. Let's okay, you're going to bring Kentucky. one of Allison's, though, aren't you? <clears throat> you don't know what I'm going to bring. You yeah. don't know. Uh, oh, I'm acting Allison, like I'm going to lose. Speaking of Allison, I'm not though, she pointed out that, that we're not the only college football lovers, and she is a huge college, college football fan. What, did she text mm-hmm. you? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Allison. We left her out. No, our whole, our whole neighborhood is, is Yeah, it's pretty uh, I say we start the crazy. show live. And then we, we talk about the loss, and then you have to go on during your music segment and put your dress on and come out. And there is no dress. dress. There is yeah, not I'm a, not going to wear a dress. Well, dress shirt. Alan cannot fit in the Kentucky dress I have picked out for your him. Your pajamas. Yeah. I won't be wearing a dress. Well, I don't, I don't uh, renege on bets, but... Hold on. Well, let's note... You're adamant on... You're going to wear whatever I give you. So you're not... No, I said a t-shirt. You didn't listen. No t-shirt. Just t-shirt. Yeah. All right. No pants, Hamilton. <laughs> just a t-shirt. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't even talk about Halloween. It's gonna be fun. What was your, what was the candy when you go to the jug and you're doing trick or treat when you're a kid? What was the candy you dug around to find the most? I don't favorite? know. I can't remember. Then I don't even really remember trick or treating that much. Yeah, it was. What was Did your you? favorite? What was your yeah Kit Kat? Kit, oh, gross! What? Maybe Snickers. Yeah, Kit Kats are awesome. What do you mean you gross? No one on the history of Earth has ever said gross to a Kit Kat ever, except for you. Uh, well, I mean, if you're you ranking and... candy, what's your top five candies? Oh, no, man. no, no. Let's. Oh, Alan. What was your best? What was your best Halloween costume? Mm. Oh, my dad. Uh, we had cardboard, and he made a huge Pac-Man. He cut out <laughs> a Pac-Man, and I put it, and I wore yellow t- uh, leotards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> and I put this big Pac-Man on me. It was amazing. I I, ha- I know there's a picture Where? floating around somewhere. I'm gonna get it. And I'm gonna please. Post it. We gotta post that. Yes, we got you. Gotta find. What was your best? My, I was GI Joe for like six Halloweens consecutive. That's just what we did. We put on our camo hunting gear and painted our faces and ran around with our little fake guns. Listen, hey, Peter Cetera. Do <laughs> no. That was what was later. yours, Alan? So one year we forgot. I guess we. Put, put it off, put it up, put, put it off, and didn't get a Halloween costume for me. So my mom put it up, put it up, put it up, made up. a pirate costume for me. Homemade. Arr. That Arr. night, just put it together so it was all women's clothes. So oh. was, <laughs> That's why you won't wear a dress. I've already on, done it before. I had on my mom's clothes dressed up as a pirate. So <laughs> Hey, make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, WSOS Radio app. Just remember, bourbon might get the conversation started, but your soul keeps it going. We'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks.